Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash Fantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo Leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us so the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit BrotoFantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Brodo Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start sit advice, everything you need is at BrotoFantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up-to-the-minute TD updates on game day and up-to-the-minute start sit decisions. And, of course, YouTube.com slash BrotoFantasy to see our lovely faces. So without any further ado, let's get it started. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the summer heat wave. We're still in the AFC West. Today, we're going to be talking about the Denver Broncos, shout out to Denver, Colorado, well. where I spent my uh, I spent my bachelor party. The batch, the it one was... that we planned in half a day. Yeah, because we were supposed to go to New Orleans, but we'll talk about that another time. Or you can check us out at Brodo Fantasy um, and the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast, and you can hear us talk about our personal life right in the beginning of every show. Honestly, um, but we're not talking about our personal life here. We got to get to business. This is personal, the bro. Broncos. Uh, are the next team up. Let's go to their offensive outlook to start where we look at their coaches and what kind of scheme they're going to be running. Their head coach is Vic Fangio, formerly the Bears defensive hey, coordinator. Fangio and Scangarello. Yeah, no, yo, why are you going to take my joke like that? <laughs> you want some salami and pastrami. <laughs> and in the mortadella sandwich, uh, his offensive coordinator is Rick Scangarello. Fangio and Scangarello over here. Uh, he was a 49ers QB coach for the last couple of years. Um, not much you could really take from that uh, in terms of what to expect on the offense. So this is going to be a brand new type of offense with brand new weapons, one of the youngest teams in terms of the fantasy weapons and in terms of their experience. So let's get started right away at quarterback. Um, I think it's easy to say that neither of these guys that are fighting for this quarterback position are going to be on your roster week one. Joe yeah. Flacco, Drew Locke. It's Flacco's job. It it's, is. It's Flacco's job right now. When does There's Drew? No I way Drew Locke starts week one. No way. Yeah. But I do think Drew Locke starts this season. Um. I don't. I don't really think that this is a situation you can get into. So you want to just skip it? You guys got something to say about the quarterback? Uh, the, I mean, if you're in a two QB league, Joe Flacco is a low end. Sure, QB I'll touch two on in Flacco. some weeks. But yeah, go ahead. When we talk on wide receivers. All right. Yeah. All right. Great. So let's. Uh, but you're not to, trusting these guys generally. Let's go to wide receivers. Joe Flacco has never supported a top twelve PPR wide receiver ever in his life. Ever in his life. And that's PPR. It's not even half PPR. It's in PPR. seven of eleven seasons. He's provided two top 36 receivers. So if you take that, there's a 63% chance that one or two of the Broncos wide receivers will at least be wide receiver three worthy. So you need to consider which ones will those be. And do we really want to spend value on these guys going off of this? Joe Flacco's highest career passer rating 
has come to the slot wide receiver. Lowest career passer rating has come to the outside wide receiver. It's a little strange because you always thought he had a good arm. Well, I, I think that probably is a narrative that changed early yeah. from early in his career because he was known as the downfield guy early in his career. Now when he won the Super Bowl, he was right. effective downfield. Now he never goes downfield anymore. Exactly. I think a lot of that might have to do with an injury that they're saying is better, and it was a back injury. So, I mean, it, some of it might have to do with that. Uh, what I was getting to is that Corlin Sutton is dra- currently being drafted as a wide receiver 38. Blech. Um, everything that I just said basically implies that that's his ceiling. Yeah. Um, I mean, but with Carl- Carlin Sutton, he did put up 700 yards and four touchdowns in a rookie season with Case Keenum and Co. at quarterback. So it's not like, and he Keenum's has the draft capital. Fine. He's skilled yeah. too. The dude so, to the outside receivers, Keenum could get it to Diggs and he has on the outside. But Sutton has the tools. He's six three. He's fast. He, I, I, I don't like the I don't love the situation. I under, I could see why people draft him at wide receiver thirty eight. I, I'd, I'd trust him more wide receiver forty five ish, maybe that area. So I don't know if I'm going to own a lot of Cortland Sutton because of Joe Flacco, but. 704 as a rookie season is pretty solid. The two wide receivers who could end top 36 that I was talking about earlier, it's probably going to be one or the other, is Deshaun Hamilton and Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders is 32, coming off an Achilles injury, which is incredibly tough to come back from. I'll take my chances with Deshaun. With that said, though, Emmanuel Sanders was 28th in true target value last season and somehow turned that into wide receiver one when he was healthy. So he was super effective with his bad throws from Keenum and company so yes he's 32 yes he's coming off a bad injury but they're already saying he looks great in practice and that he might even start the season ready to go which was unexpected so Emmanuel Sanders he's been basically free in drafts he's going in double digit rounds 13 14 15th round because he's just an afterthought at this point if you could get him that late now it's I take the chance there. Joe Flacco does like his veteran receivers so I think there is something to be said about Emmanuel Sanders here I mean Sure, I think he's better. I think Sutton's the odd man out of this group of three, but uh, Hamilton was very good in the slot last season. What about Tim Patrick, well, who had good, had, who was good last year? Nah, I think he's just the second receiver on the outside if he gets on the field. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I'm not. That's a, not someone I'm taking. Deshaun Hamilton is. I don't know if I'm gonna if I could trust him. I mean, he did have seven. He had seven receptions, seven, seven, six, and five respectively over the last four weeks of the season, but he never had over 50 receiving yards in any of those games. So he was getting the, the ball close to the line of scrimmage. I know, but you don't know what type of offense you're going to be running with Joe Flacco. Yes, he does like throwing to the slot, so there is a chance Hamilton, I don't love Hamilton is the most effective receiver of the bunch. But he's not someone I'm like loving this season. But at his ADP, where is he going? Probably wide right receiver 45 to 50-ish area, like if not that. later. I take. I don't mind taking a chance on him there. I, I mean, I got him in the Scott Fishbowl in like the 14th round. So. Are you talking about Deshaun or Emmanuel? Deshaun. I got Deshaun, too. Um, let's go to the running back situation in, with the Broncos. Last year, Philip Lindsay kind of took the year by storm. He finishes a running back two or better in 11 of 14 weeks. So this is a guy who you didn't even draft that ended up being a great player for you, kind of in the mold of James Conner, except without the big home runs. Talk about a waiver wire, darling. Right. a waiver. But then he started to fall off at the end, got hurt. New coaching staff, so... There's going to be a whole new evaluation process that's going on. Some people right now in the fantasy community believe that Royce Freeman is not only poised to steal this role, but is the back to own in the Denver backfield. He was drafted 71st overall, so he comes with that draft pedigree. Philip Lindsay, of course, undrafted. Do you think that Philip Lindsay remains the running back and the workhorse type running back? 
Or do you think that Royce Freeman has a real chance to take this from him? I've often said that coaches still live in the Paleolithic age where their guy is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And now that the Broncos have brought in new guys, Philip Lindsay isn't the UDFA darling. He's just a player that they're looking at. But all signs are pointing to the fact that they think he's going to be their 1A. I say 1A because I don't think he's going to be a workhorse anymore. If you look That's at Scangarello, he worked for the Falcons in 2015 on the offensive side of the ball. And without anyone guiding him to this, he compared Freeman and Lindsay to Freeman and Coleman. Mm. Not necessarily in that order. but I so And I think that's a real possibility here. Flacco isn't the best quarterback. They're going to probably want to run the ball, play good defense. they got Von Miller and Co. So if we're looking at that, the, the big thing here, Devontae Booker saw 30% of the snaps last season. I think that's There's a, rumblings that'll get cut. I, I, he needs to get cut. That needs to happen because yeah. if that's the case, he was. I'm, just, I'm sorry for cutting you up, but he was just so much more ineffective yeah. when he touched the ball compared to the metrics of Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay. It really made no sense why he even got it. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like he's a better pass catcher than those two either, which is what boggled my mind because Philip Lindsay was a good pass catcher at Colorado. He had some uh, had some receptions last year, over 200 receiving yards, over a thousand rushing yards. Freeman was at 500 rushing yards, five touchdowns. Philip Lindsay scored 10 touchdowns. So Freeman, Lindsay was basically 66%, and Freeman was 33% when it came to the rushing yards for those two. I think Philip Lindsay at his ADP is a good pick, personally. In PPR leagues, maybe not so much because... But they, they are also saying that he's going to be more involved in the passing game, and he's even lined up in the on the outside in some situations. I could see a situation where Lindsay and Freeman are both on the field at the same time. Where maybe a screen Freeman pass to Lindsay, like a RPO type, either hand it off to Freeman or throw a screen to Lindsay type play. So I mean, I think Philip Lindsay at his ADP, he's being drafted as if he's still this guy who you don't know what to expect. And maybe, like you guys said, maybe he's not the guy anymore. But that's not what uh, beat reporters are saying. That's not what the because yeah. even are if, saying, if Booker's out of the equation, even if Freeman gets 40% of the touches, I think that at his ADP, doing the heat wave, I warmed up to Philip Lindsay, and I'm cool with taking him where he's going. Yeah, I think fifth, it's a good value. sixth round. Yeah, I take him in the fifth round every He's game. cool with taking him. Ba-dum-bum. Oh, the heat wave. Simmering down on the heat. <laughs> Let's move over to tight ends. Now, look. Nope. Everyone knows Jason's theory, which is a, v- a very good theory. I would say almost fact. That rookie tight ends should not be drafted because rookie tight ends never do anything. Yeah. But this is yeah. Joe Flacco yeah. who targets tight ends forever. If you don't think that Noah Fant can make an immediate impact, which there have been some beat writers that say they expect Noah Fant to make an immediate impact. He was a 20th overall pick. Any love for Jake Butt, maybe? Mm. No. I mean, he was a rookie last season, but then he got hurt. So he's basically another rookie. If anything, Jeff Hewerman is the name to know. Yeah, Jeff Hewerman. So I'm just, just don't get a tight end from the Broncos. That's My, the answer. I mean, but how could you say that with Joe Flacco, a quarterback? It doesn't matter. It's a new offense. He has, he'll use the slot receivers instead. Hamilton and Sanders could be on the field at the same time. There is something to be said about the fact tight end. Uh, the Ravens system maybe led him more to tight ends because, um, Lamar Jackson, half of his yards went to tight ends and running backs last year. That's all they're doing now. So yeah, so it'll it'll it's interesting to see. All right, so let's skip over tight ends then. Um, let's go to our last category: one injury away. Michael, why don't you start us off? Who's one injury away from fantasy relevance or fantasy stardom in Denver? 
Lindsay or Freeman. I agree. I if put one of them Lindsay goes down, the other one becomes a stud and a half, in my opinion. Facts. I mean, there's no, it's just opportunity. I went with a little different approach. I said Deshaun Hamilton, 100% certainty. The only reason keeping his ADP back right now is because people are concerned about Emmanuel Sanders. Mm. And if something were to happen to his Achilles again, I, of course, I don't hope that. Great guy. But if that were to happen and we knew Deshaun Hamilton was going to be the slot receiver, Joe Flacco's go-to guy for the entire season, he'd get into the wide receiver three category and be drafted higher. All right. With that being said, that is our preview for the Denver Broncos on the summer heat wave. Mike, where can they find you? Mike underscore Patrop. Jason, where can they find you? Jason Patrop. You can find me at Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real frisky. Uh, Also, don't forget, patreon.com slash brotofantasy to support the show. Brotofantasy.com for everything Brotofantasy. YouTube.com slash Brotofantasy. Twitter at Brotofantasy. And with that, we'll see you next time. The summer heat wave continues next. Later. Later.